everybody, welcome to another episode of the Comic Book Legion podcast where we don't talk comics, we talk video games behind oh, our backs. Because oh. it's PlayStation, F Comics, PS5. We've, we've, we've been sharing our... our... No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, did I, I, I actually want to know, because um, I, I honestly don't know if Shaq listens to the show anymore, if or if he ever did, or if he was just really good at you know, being a part of the community on Twitter, did he actually block you? No. Okay. Because he was like, because he, it sounded like he was a little bit serious. He's like, I'm blocking everybody who's getting a PS5 right now. And I'm like, what? And then like the next day he got a PS5. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I never know when it comes to Twitter, like, are people actually serious or, or can we actually like just joke? But I mean, I took it as hey, you know what? We're cool. We've, you know, hey, we 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 disagree in regards to Tynan's uh, Batman, but I mean, I'm hoping that it's still cool enough that you could just joke. So that's why I just sent like the picture, and I'm like, hey, this is for you, Shaq. Uh, but no, no, we're 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 still good. Oh man, you know, how, how have you been? I know I asked you before, but now that you've had another few days to play it, how have you been liking uh, Valhalla? Valhalla's a lot of fun. I mean, it well, I mean, you you have to like you have to like Assassin's Creed Origins and Odyssey because it's just a it's continue, that same it's that same type of, you know, you got to hunt okay. you and you want to get the leather now, question you know. question because I feel like some of these games are endless. I have still not beaten Odyssey. I like completely dropped off that game. Do I need to finish Odyssey at all to understand well, Valhalla? Okay, I mean, man, my since my recollection sucks, I do know that like when you go to like if you do the mission with like Atlantis and like Cassandra, you know how you're kind of like building and you come across like this Atlantean, um, like a trident kind of thing yeah. that you see like Cassandra, uh, kind of pop up with. Well, I just finished finally like experiencing a little bit of Layla when she's like out not connected to the Anubis. Uh-huh. And I see, like she's consistently staring at the trident. So oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I mean, it looks like there will be connections. Maybe like, some little Easter eggs and stuff. Yeah. Not necessarily just, like giant story beats. Yeah. At I least just, not yet. Yeah, I haven't gotten there yet because what I've been doing is, I am a person that loves to do the story, and not so much. Okay, let me just do all these side things. Like, I just want to know the story. But what I learned with Odyssey is that you're dealing with, like, power levels. Mm -hmm. So if you're power level 19, I can't mess with a 50. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and uh, give a shout out to Juice for Batman News Weekly. He's the kind of guy that's like, oh, I'm level 10. I'm going to go after a level 25. And he will, like, try it until he succeeds. And I've seen him do it before. It is absolutely insane for anybody to actually try that stuff. No, I mean, like, I've tried it. Like, I mean, I'm right now currently with Eivor. I'm 19. Like, I've gone up against, like, a 30. Mm-hmm. But that's, like, my way of going head-to-head is, like, dude, I am going to make sure I am stocked up with, like, my 20 to 30 hunter bows. And I am going to freaking... <laughs> I'm going to Legolas your ass until... <laughs> From afar. Uh, yeah, until, until you... <laughs> until you're you low like enough 10, to just... Yeah. Then it's, like, 10%. Okay, I'll do my couple of, like, skill ability moves. And then I'm a badass, but yeah, you, that's awesome. Uh, 
So yeah, I mean, I'm really digging it. I mean, I love the, you know, that Norse mythology Viking. It's like it's I think like, I it's think one of those Vikings things, like, was have just you seen... a great way to go. Oh, for sure. And I it, see like this one. It kind of like makes sense because like when you're learning with the character and growing and you're kind of seeing his family, it's kind of like his brother went the Bruce Wayne route where he went out, mm -hmm. but he learned to train and he brought with him people that are from like the Brotherhood of Assassins. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like, oh, OK, it kind of seems like the more that you're hearing the guy talk in a way he's trying to get to know you based on your answers okay, where yeah, like yeah. are you worthy to to be part of it mm -hmm. so there's that you know there's the the viking way or now you know i just got to england and now you know i'm sure there's going to be the clashes that we all know from stories yeah. but there's also that twist of there's this so random assassin dude oh well go ahead go ahead no, no, there's just like that random assassin dude that keeps on coming up and he just happens to be showing me all the assassin kind of like the moves that we all know that we've done in the past games. Yeah. So I was going to ask because they made it a huge point in the trailers, especially like when they made the announcement for Valhalla to like show you what kind of weapons you can use. What is like your one thing that you've been using? Like, what is your favorite thing to use? Because I've seen people use shields on the trailers. I've seen people use like hammers, just like Mjolnir, axes. Oh, well, I have all sorts of stuff. Like, so what do you use? Okay, my I guess it kind of just depends on who my who I am going up against. Mm -hmm. If there are if I'm going up like if it's me and there's like seven, seven dudes, um, I go more the shield route. And I I kind I dig the speed, because the bigger weapons that are there, th mm -hmm. this game actually what they do something that no one has ever done. You can't just hack and slash, because there's stamina. Okay. Okay. So your your guy will get tired if you're just freaking squaring it the whole time. Yeah. Like R one light 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 R two heavy. No, you can't do that. Like you gotta, yeah. even you dodging uh, uh dodging moves, you get tired. Hmm. So you okay. have to be smart with the way that you attack. Um, but yeah, so far I've really been enjoying... Um, <laughs> he, I have like this dagger. It, okay. doesn't ha it doesn't have the most... I mean, let's just say power-wise, like damage, it's like a 48. While I have like a hammer like Molnir, and it's like a 97. Okay. But there's something about the way that you kill... You know like in BVS, when the dude that got marked when he was in prison... And he oh, got yeah, shanked, yeah. but that guy mm. moved at a million miles an hour while like stabbing him in the back. <laughs> like, you just yeah. hear it's like the tick, 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 tick. it's, it's yeah. exactly like that. So it's pretty gruesome. Yikes! Yeah, so I, I have like this move. Yeah, you just like stab the guy like seventy times, and then you're pretty much like decapitating him with the hammer. I mean, with uh, the shield. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Then they have like this other one that it kind of looks like a mace. But that okay. one is that one. I mean, you can kill a guy with a blow, but dude, that thing is so slow. Like if he can't pick it up, it's one That's of those insane. things. But I mean, there's I have like eight moves. I have like eight weapons, but I'm right now. I'm currently going speed over like damage. Nice. But yeah. See, whenever whenever I play those games, like I know that with this new reiteration with like Origins and Odyssey and stuff, they've kind of made it to where. You don't necessarily have to join, like jump into the assassin part of the game 
and you can just be like, hey, I'm just going to cause mayhem and fight and be head on and stuff. I always like to try to keep the assassin part. So I'll stick with the daggers, the small swords and stuff like that. So it'll, it'll be interesting once I jump in there. I really want to try the shield and I really want to like really mess some people up with the hammers. But I'm really enjoying freaking miles right now. I uh, I beat the I game. Can, I could tell with your pictures. Yeah, I, I uh, now that I've beat the game, I am just kind of going crazy with the pictures. Uh, I think I think that's my new thing. I told Abby, I'm like, I take better pictures on my PlayStation than I do with my phone. And that's just that's sad. But yeah, it's it's super fun. Uh, is, it I, a, is it as short as people said? Oh, uh, they say it's like grand, a DLT. in the grand scheme of things. Yes, it's about 12 hours long. Uh so if you were to sit down and just play it like super quickly, I think you could finish it in a day, like honestly. But uh, if and that's without doing any side missions, if you just did the story straight up, I think you could finish it in a day easily. Uh, but the the one thing that for me, sometimes I like to just unlock everything or sometimes if there's a small enough paywall. I'll buy that, which is the gold edition or ultimate edition or whatever I bought. But everything that I bought with that can actually be unlocked on the regular edition. So people who are contemplating on whether they need to buy the PS5 to get miles and get all this extra stuff, you can still buy it on PS4 and unlock everything that they are giving you on the PS5. Uh, But yeah, it's, it's super fun. The story was great. I, I really enjoyed it. it. It had a lot of uh, emotion to it. And, you know, everybody I, I've been I've been saving a lot of video on my PS5 uh, within the next month because I'm new to the whole editing stuff when it comes to videos within the next month. I will have a uh, animated music video for my PS5 footage. I've been saving a lot and I I a lot of that footage and I kind of want to see what I can do with my computer because I know that my computer is capable of doing some really cool stuff. So that'll be fun. Cool. So but... before before we uh, before we get into the to the comics, um, how because again, we, we didn't we didn't talk last week because mm-hmm. guys, guys, my mother in law is living in my house. I need to get her out of here. <laughs> She's I, still there. I told Clay, dude. I'm finding a home for my mother-in-law. I got her approved by the bank. This bitch got to go. <laughs> <laughs> so comics com- <laughs> comics had to take, you know, it had to take a week off. And it's okay cuz the only book we were going to talk about was Punchline. Yeah. And you know what we figured, hey, we could just talk about Punchline today. Exactly. So that's what we're going to do now. And Clay Punchline is a podcaster. Yes, she is. And she was able to put out 52 episodes in like a record time. That's impressive. It's insane. It, it's insane. And, and it, I, she had quite a following. I told Jim it is a very big missed opportunity. Uh, DC has a like they paid money to get a contract with Spotify. It was a missed opportunity to not put these episodes on Spotify. Like to I, actually have a voice actress as punchline and having whether it be 
all 52 episodes or just the episodes that were on the cop like are in the comic like i mm-hmm. think that would have been really cool uh to put that in there and i've been asking this question for with everybody that i talk about punchline with did leslie tompkins get de-aged I'm kind of guessing this is an art, like a just like a creative, like a a thing that the artist did. Yeah. So the art, the artist is uh uh Marika Andolfo. I yes. think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, she did um uh, shoot. What did she do? She's done a lot of indie stuff. She's the, she's done a lot of image, man. I was reading. I've, I'm forgetting what it's called. That it was kind of like this mature like pig having sex with a wolf yes yes that's uh <laughs> unnatural. unnatural unnatural yeah dude that was a good story i actually it, dug it i i jumped off that book at like issue nine or ten i think um, i think i did too i think because that's kind of like when nation of nerds ended and yeah. uh, just like a lot of books that i was reading i was really only reading it for the show mm-hmm. uh and then uh, when i started speaking with you and i'm like dude you know dc's my passion i'd rather just read the other books i'm on my own time um but yeah unnatural hell yeah man that was that was yeah uh that that was her book and dude i've seen the hardcovers and stuff like overseas for that book i am super jealous of everybody who is all of our international listeners you have the best quality trades like the art that's on there the quality of the hardcovers I'm super jealous. Like I, I genuinely am. Well, I'm sure they'll they're, they'll be jealous because you know they might not be able to see Wonder Woman on the 25th of December like we would be. That is true. So Dude, I that's, had that's the perfect. I had the perfect gift for like you and Kevin are like, yeah, I'm gonna watch it on my big screen. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it in theaters. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna watch it in bed. Like uh, that's that's gonna be me. <laughs> I mean, I mean, ideally, that's what my wife is going to try to convince me to do. Oh yeah, because my wife does not like movie theaters, like at all. Mm-hmm. I live for movie theaters. Well, the one thing that I'm contemplating now, I don't know if there is one in Charlotte. If there is not, I'll be a little bit upset uh, when I uh, head over there. But at Alamo Draft House, it's a, it's a movie theater. It's a, like a brewery and all this other stuff. They are doing this deal during you know, this hard time of coronavirus that you can rent out a movie theater. Yes, you could do it for $85. Yeah, I think it's 99 here. Okay, so not that much more. You get your entire family to pitch in so much money, right? Mm -hmm. And then tell them once we are in the theater, we have to socially distance. And then you all enjoy the movie together. I think that would be really, really cool. Um, I'm really contemplating on if I can do it, you know, this year with my family. Now I work, like I said on Twitter, I work on Christmas. I work on Christmas Eve. I work the day after Christmas. So I have no clue when I'll be able to see it in theaters, but I definitely want to. Yeah. I mean, the reason why I want to see it in the theaters is because, well, first I want to, and that's just how the film was meant to be seen. But Uh secondly, they're not doing like what Disney Plus did with Mulan, where they're charging you thirty bucks as a premium. Like this is just part of this. Yeah, they're just like putting it. So, they, they said free to all subscribers. So for that to be the case, I mean, I'm like, you know what? I want to see it in the movies. If it was thirty bucks, I don't even think I've seen the first Wonder Woman two times. Maybe I have, but really, yeah. Well, to me, Wonder Woman was kind of overrated. I mean, like I, 
Okay, overrated doesn't mean bad. It's okay. just not as good as what people say it is. I I I will say I will always just I can watch the no man's land scene on its own. Just like well, yeah, over I mean, and over and over again. No, I mean No Man's Land was cool when she when they went into the city. I mean there there were a lot of beats that I enjoyed. But yeah. I just when I see I mean that movie actually surprised me because that one surprise kind of like told me like, oh, you know what, Gadot's not bad. She's not bad. She's not a bad actress. Because she oh, I thought you look- were gonna say, Oh, I guess women can be superheroes. No, I wouldn't say <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god. This show would have been canceled forever. I would have been doxxed. I would have had to like just I'm gone. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. So punchline, uh, graphic yeah, yeah. novel, so, international. So yeah. It I I enjoyed it for what it was. I felt like it was a little it, it was a little bit on the long side. I feel like it could have easily been 24 pages instead of this like 35 almost 40 pages that it was. Um but yeah, I I enjoyed it, but it didn't really move the needle on me, you know, cuz this is this is a direct sequel to Joker War. This is the consequences of Joker War. We're going to see what happens to her. And you know, the reveal of uh Blue Jay, right? Is that is that her name? Yeah, the, Harper. The, yeah. yeah, Harper. Uh, you know, that they're back. Okay, you know. You know, uh Tynan has uh, dealt with them before in Batman Internal, mm-hmm. so he knows the characters. Okay, that's good. But overall, I think it was an okay issue. Yeah, I mean, it was okay. Now, I will say, like, I didn't not enjoy reading it. Like, I wasn't... I never had, like, man, when's this book over? Yeah. To, to yeah. me, it was more like, oh, this is... This podcast... And especially involving Harper's brother, um, mm-hmm. it kind of just—I guess you can say like it kind of like just signifies like, oh, okay, there's going to be a massive mythology revolving around Punchline, where you know she is going to create a following just as big as, kind of like the way that she witnessed Joker, yeah, and how Joker was able to through his, the way he spoke through his. I guess just as mystery, which is what got her. I think there's going to have a reversal where you're going to start seeing. Ooh, punchline is the new Joker. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Like if they will go that route. Joker is in hiding for like a year or two. And then punchline is the one just causing mayhem. It it wouldn't surprise me. And and you're going to have, you know, kind of like instead of the Joker goons, it's going to be the, you know, I don't know, the the punchline goons. And Mm -hmm. it'll... I have a feeling like that's where, I mean, who knows? We might get a punchline versus like Joker's daughter because I don't know where the heck she is ever oh, since. Like, yikes. Yeah. So who, who, I don't know what they're doing, but I'll be like, okay, the the issue was good enough to just continue reading. But yeah. again, yeah, it was, it wasn't anything. I will say, you know, like, like you said, we, we don't know entirely what the future holds. I'm still super stoked for a future state. And I think that's what most people are just holding on to. Uh, I will say a uh, shout out to the word balloon podcast. Um, uh, oh my God. I forgot his name. Uh, who's doing Superman. Um, 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 well, um, which one? Cause there's Sean Lewis and then Philip Johnson Kennedy. Uh, yeah. I'll just look at right here. Sean uh, Lewis Mark is- Russell. Oh, the Lex Luthor one. 
Mark yeah, Russell is on a word balloon okay. and he talks uh, future state. So I have that uh, set up on my playlist. I will listen to that sometime this uh, this weekend. Mark Russell but, is the epitome of a baller. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm pretty excited anything. to listen to it. He made me like freaking Snagglepuss. <laughs> like, I would never have read that in my. He made me enjoy Flintstones. Dude, Flintstones was so crazy. Dude, I got sad seeing the freaking elephant die in the movie theater because he was being used as the vacuum when all he wanted to do was be there. And then they just threw him in the they threw him in the trash. I was like, this is so sad. The the most baller gangster thing that he did was reveal like the true uh, like backstory of Bam Bam. Oh, that like like if anybody wants to read that story it's on dc universe go read it yeah, it's mean, amazing it is it is not your typical like what it's you not see. your it's it's not your average saturday morning cartoon no it no. is amazing yes definitely go see it yeah or we'll go read it but something that was actually really surprisingly good for the finale that it is Aquaman 65. Aqua I know that you, man. you 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 had a little bit of feels on Twitter uh, this week. Uh well, it was just because I mean, I never when I wrote that, it was kind of like just because I I couldn't believe that I'm reading like what this issue was going to be. Now, yeah. I will say that why couldn't they have given Aquaman 65 the punchline pages? That is true. That is true. This, this is one, a, this this one is ended a, really quick. This is a book that could have, um, you know, I think could have benefited from 10 extra pages. It definitely uh, would have. Because the reveal, and again, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed what I read. It was just so freaking fast the way they had to stop Orm and get to what everybody cares about. Now, yeah. the, the splash page of him, like, calling the family, I loved it because it kind of, I don't know, it just all felt full circle, you know? Like, I was like, because I've loved this entire run from when Kelly Sue started with Kelly Sue with the old gods. Like, I loved every part of it. Give it to mm-hmm. me, Andy, to where we to where we are now. So I don't know. There's this moment that you're just seeing all the heroes. One, the one thing that I kind of laughed at was like, how did the justice league get there? Now I understand like right before it showed that like the ocean goes into the rivers and then it goes to the streams and then it goes to the land. And so you're like, okay, land justice league is on land. Here they are. But who can talk to like, who can tele like telepathically like hear Aquaman's call to give that message to the Justice League. It's I the would, only thing that I that I have a nitpick about. It's it's so small, it doesn't matter. But I just I just saw the Justice League. I was like, how the hell did they get there? Yeah, I'm I'm <laughs> my my guess was because I thought of that too, because I'm like, oh, we never saw them coming. Would be either Clark can hear those waves or feel them. Oh, you know what? Or look isn't there like some kind of communication device that he can kind of Yes, but look who is right next to Callie. If you look, uh, Tempest is right there. I didn't even notice oh. Tempest the first time reading. Oh yeah, because Tempest is like in that bottom corner, right? 
Tempest is like so if you see Superman, you see Wonder Woman, you see Callie, and then right next to Callie is is Tempest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, could be. So that So if he heard it, then he's like, Hey, Justice League, I'm gonna need you. Aquaman's gonna need you. And then they get there. But it was it was nice. The line, Kelly Sue's line right here, where Wonder Woman says a wise warrior knows the purpose of an army isn't to make war. And then Clark says it exists only to secure peace. Oh, chills. Yes. I loved it. It was awesome. And even even the fact that with that being said, you're seeing like Arthur like hand over his trident to Batman. Yeah. So at first I was like, damn, is Batman grabbing the trident? Like, I'm like, what, what's this guy doing? But then like <laughs> when you're when you're reading it in the context of what's being said, um, it was great. And I gotta be honest, man, kudos to I, I wonder if Bruce taught uh, um Arthur the sidekick. Because you know in Joker War, Bruce was able to get stabbed in the spine, the knife was twisted, and he still had the greatest sidekick in history. This dude got impaled right through his sternum, and you know he's able to land the same kind of blow. Now, yeah, like, no, hey. this the the punch that comes right after when he says "not today" is some of the best art that this Aquaman has had. Like Agreed. just that one panel just looks amazing. I absolutely love it. That like I genuinely can't say too much like i know that we've had our gripes about the um the silliness of jackson uh you know and a little bit of the cringiness of it Mm -hmm. but other than that i really can't say anything bad about what deconic has done with this run and you know she said she said that she she didn't even want to be on this book it was on the idea that her husband was basically like, um, Jason Momoa. And then she's like, okay, I guess like that is why she got onto this book Yeah, and she made it work. She did. And not only did she make it work for what she wanted at the very end, she gave him the suit back. So it wasn't like this thing that she was going to like solidify. She knew, okay, my time is over. Let's put some things back to the status quo. We had the suit now. It it was it was it was tied very nicely. Now, like you said, with I would have enjoyed like maybe five extra like if even if they weren't even like dialogue pages, if it was five pages at the very end showing like everybody enjoying the wedding, having a reception, them having fun. Like just things like that. I think that would have like really tied the knot for me on this being a really, really amazing ending. Yeah, I, I think it was just one of those that like I think the last wedding comic that I've read was Batman when- fifty. I I don't even know if it was Batman fifty or if it was um when Kitty Pride was going to marry Colossus. Oh, snap. but then she left that, like she said no. That did and, come out after. And yeah, it became right. Gambit and Rogue. Yeah. Like that was a great issue. I really enjoyed that issue. Oh yeah. Like people were pissed about the the Pride and Colossus thing, but immediately when they saw that it was Rogue and Gambit, they're like, okay, at least you know, we have this. So, yeah, so you're, I, you're right. I, you're right. Yeah, that came so, out before 
after Batman 50. And I remember like that was like a roller coaster book. And I was like, oh, God, no. And then I'm like, oh, this is cool. Okay. So then I was kind of like, I guess, wanting to have a feeling of. I don't know why I wanted to see like wedding stuff because I don't like Hallmark movies and stuff like that. But with superheroes, I guess I want it which is weird. Like it's yeah, totally yeah. hypocritical. I'm like, <laughs> I, I need Mara to say yes to the dress, please. Uh, like I need it. I need it. Choose it. Oh, man. Uh, we, we need a bachelorette and and bachelor party issues and, and all of that. We yeah. 90 day fiance DC edition. No, that would be horrible. But uh, <laughs> the, the one thing that was a little like, man, I feel like, uh mother shark's persona very much changed her 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 dialogue changed a little bit at the very end of this book uh because you're seeing everything like well the entire issue is is narrated by mother shark yeah and she just seemed way too joyful and nice compared to like the very menacing like god of the ocean that we have seen in in the series but it still worked out. It, it's it's still very nice. The last page. I mean, but seeing... well, you you see her like thank him for like these happy memories. But yeah. it, it's it's enough to hold her on for like the darkness that may lay lie ahead. So it was kind of like thank you for giving me like this small little kind of like Glimmer a glimmer of hope. You know, like yeah. how Manhattan felt about Superman. It, yeah, it was like That's one of true. those things that I like. What I really did enjoy also is that they they kind of tied a knot that maybe not too many people cared about, but seeing kind of like Volko with the mother Kritia from the, the, the yeah. motherhood and seeing her being like, wow, I had no idea. The that people. was a very, it was very subtle, but it was very nice. Um, she was like, I no. didn't know. And yeah. then you kind of see them all become, you know, like servants, like, Hey, let's yeah. serve and be, be there for others. And, you know, serve. And I was like, that's cool. I like. I guess maybe that's just the church guy in me that's all about, you know, like volunteering and doing that kind of thing. So for that, it was you know that that kind of struck a chord. I was like, that's cool. I, well, it, I really it, enjoyed. They that. made it a very big issue, uh, even before like the big confrontation, showing the poverty in Atlantis, and showing that like although they call themselves like the United Seven Seas, like they weren't looking out for each other and there was still a very huge gap in the poverty line and, and citizenship and all of that. And that was the whole reason why Mira was fighting for what she wanted, you know? And so I, I think it's like I said before, Kelly Sue like this is how you end a run. This is how you end a series. Everything was very nicely knit. There was a, like a sweet spot of of comedy in there uh you know we we saw early in this run that uh arthur has a sweet tooth for cereal yes and uh that was jumped in, that was put in here uh with him and andy um seeing them as parents like just whether it be just like for one page was just awesome yeah. like that that connection that they had uh was really really fun to see i mean they they've had a really long it's been a while since rebirth so oh yeah no so and 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 i just realized the proposal from aquaman was from the new 52 
Wasn't the proposal on the Rebirth special? Was it? Because I thought yeah, that yeah, was yeah, like yeah. a flashback to the from what had happened in New Fifty Two. Man, then I don't remember, but I felt like it was. It happened because if, I, it, I, if I it, feel, it didn't happen like, in Rebirth, I feel, like, I feel like the New Fifty Two ended with them on that beach. Yes, but it was like the continuation of that specific ending in New Fifty Two. Okay. Okay. So, so yes, in the beginning of Rebirth, it has been four years, four years in the making, and I'm so glad Kelly Sue took that into consideration and was like, "Okay, yes, I will. I will have them get married." No, I, like, I mean, and- I think it. Like this has Little Mermaid vibes, like that ending with the boat, with like it feels like Ariel with Eric, with the whole like. <laughs> it was where's the rainbow? Where's the rainbow? <laughs> seriously, all, of... and I even loved it, bro. Even that freaking uh, the Kraken dude came back out of nowhere. He's like, yeah, all right, I'll I'll be the I'll be like the the Reverend to <laughs> like yeah. Like, this is awesome. It's so stupid, but it's awesome. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I just I don't know. I wish it was more, but. I'm okay with it because honestly, I feel like man, you could have just ended the the um the Orm thing last issue because yeah. it, it really felt like it was only three pages. Oh yeah, for sure, like, for like, sure. Just give us three extra pages last issue and just give us a whole bunch of corniness that all that all this is. But it was nice. Yeah. Uh, now I will say we we are starting this week with a really good note. We're gonna kind of get messy in the middle here. But we're going to end on a good note. We're going to end with Criminal Insanity. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, baby. Uh, uh, But let's go ahead and go on a little bit of a sour note, unfortunately. Um, I'm going to click on the comic that I think you're going to talk about because, okay. What would you, did you click on Batman? Yeah, I did. Okay, yeah, exactly. Okay. Batman 103. (sighs) Mark, I, like... We we started to have this like deal or or this compromise that we made that said we're not going to read the books that we don't enjoy. But we said Batman was too high profile to not talk about it. I mean, we have to sell out for clicks, guys. I mean, come on. Batman 103 makes me want to throw away the entire Batman franchise. It's um it's really it's really corny, man. Like this clown hunter guy is just fight me now. Uh no. This is really irresponsible. Like this is such an inconvenience. I thought I could just come up to you at any time and just think that we can fight. Like come on. With his bat bat? Oh my god. It like dude. You you, you know you know like how like 2-year-olds are like car car and 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 dog dog and and dad dad and mom mom yeah the bat bat yeah i mean i i can yeah. only think is just because bow is it seems like he is kind of not fully mentally there because of the way that he speaks i kind of feel like okay maybe that's the case uh but honestly that's the the main highlight of this book it continues to be harley Yes. Her talking to uh, Poison Ivy and kind of just talking about like, you know, there's just something about, you know, from like what you've told me 
about not being who Joker wants me to be or not who anybody wants me to be. And just me being who I want to be. And I kind of feel like I'm not doing this because I want to make Batman proud. I just feel like I kind of want to do good. And then, of course, you know, I was like, Tynan, I was going to say Tinian. Tynan, I don't want that. You know, I don't want to get tweeted. (laughs) Tynan nails Harley. Maybe he should just. Well, see, this is where this is where I get scared, because if they were to put him on a Harley book, would he go too far? You know, I mean, more far than what uh, Palmiotti and Connor have taken her. True. But I mean, would he go too far as in like it's no longer good? That's the thing. Because we are enjoying his dialogue for Harley. We are yeah, enjoying yeah. It, the it character works, it works in of the Harley. Spurt, and it, it works in the spurts that you're getting it. Exactly. I'm okay. saying that if she you. was the main focus, I think that it might be a miss. So True. I would I, I say... Don't, I don't want to see give, her going on adventures trying to be... Give good. Tynan a 12-issue Harley Quinn series. That's that's what, okay, I, that's like what I would say. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because I can imagine it being something along the lines of her trying to do hero stuff, but it's Mm -hmm. just going horribly wrong. And I can kind of see it just being kind of like if you do something like uh, Jimmy Olsen, just let it be wonky and let it be fun. Okay, along the lines of like what they're trying to accomplish. See, I don't even I I would say put it more along the line, like put it in the happy medium. We've seen her be super serious with Batman. Mm hmm with the in regards to joker and now we're seeing her on a little bit of the quirky side here so i i I say keep it in the medium and and keep it right there because i think tynan has a sweet spot right here so if he can write a story with harley quinn with that happy medium we're golden now i will tell you the biggest biggest waste of time in this entire book is oracle now i will say before anybody tries to cancel me I'm not the one making her a waste of time. Tiny Oracle is. Oracle is, but what's going on? I don't understand. What is he trying to say? It's so frustrating back here. I'm like, oh my like, god, no, what are you doing, dude? W- the the word bubble where Oracle says, "What is he saying? This is driving me nuts." <laughs> that is possibly the worst dialogue you could put in this comic. Like the way that I read it was just like an annoying, nagging oracle. And I'm like, why? Like, what's the point of her even being here? That right there was CW Felicity. Yes. Yes, 100%. 100%. And this this whole dialogue that Batman has while, while fighting the Ghostmaker, don't even try it, Barbara, or don't even try it, Oracle. His ghost net will destroy you. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. Are, are are you kidding? And the fact, the audacity, the audacity that Tynan has to make the Ghostmaker basically God is so dumb. It is like very dumb. the the idea that villains need to be like better Batman is dumb. I think because. Because I was telling this to Juice on Batman News Weekly last night. Ghostmaker and the villain in Detective Comics right now, it's the exact same story. They are both wanting to get rid of Batman to be the better hero for 
Gotham. Yeah. We're getting the exact same story in both books. Where's the editors on this? Like, it's what? not, I mean, editors are, I just feel like editors have, I don't think that they're as useful and as purposeful as they were maybe during the days with Dan. Because now I think that the more I see the way DC wants to do it, and you know, with that report that, yeah, I think it was Bleeding Cool that they talked about that after Future State, they kind of want to just get rid of continuity. Yeah, the Omniverse. Have, yeah, and have it just be what it is. The stories, let the stories be the stories. Um, I don't... I think that maybe they have already kind of stretched that into like what's currently going on. Yeah. So it's kind of like, do you have a story? Just say your story so that we can just print it and let's just get going to, you know... Because I think all their focus is right now is on Future State. Because I think Future State has had... I think that they're... they If anything, they might even be, like, upset with the fact that because of the initial reaction that they got from, you know, the nerds, that yeah. they kind of been like, oh, wait, wait, but that wasn't totally the plan. Like, that wasn't our idea. Because I think that they're seeing now that I think for the most part, at least from what I've seen, Future State is, like, universally like praise and people are stoked for oh yeah no like it is gonna be a breath of fresh air and to know that Ghostmaker is possibly waiting for us in march makes me want to cry like it it's not it, it doesn't make me happy and and the reason why i said like basically like tynan making Ghostmaker god is because he's able to send 14 different judges to jail while uh, solving a string of homicides, um, finding uh, artillery freaking caches all over Gotham. And he's all able to do this before getting off the plane that he was on to get to Gotham. Yeah. And I think we talked about this a little bit last time we talked to Batman. But the idea that, like, your villains being OP is is not fun. No. Do you know who did not make... Do you know who made that not fun anymore? The Batman Who Laughs. Ugh. And this is just another Batman Who Laughs. Except instead of doing pure evil, he wants to do pure good for Gotham. Just to screw with Batman. But guess who also tried yeah, to do but, that? But he's, he's but he's really petty though. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we see that like this, like this string of like flashbacks that we get in the beginning of here. This was one of the longest flashbacks I've ever read in a comic, and it made no sense. Like Ghostmaker has no emotion, but he does, but he doesn't, and so he's sorry, but he's not sorry, but he just wants to kill Bruce, like. It, it makes no sense. Like, I don't know what Tynan wants us to feel. And but, but whatever it, also, it is, I don't want to feel remorse or I don't want to feel anything for a villain other than, hey, you're a villain. I want you gone. But it's also like Bruce said, not today. This is the anniversary of my parents' death. I feel like he... Ghostmaker didn't say anything controversial enough to make Bruce want to get up to fight. 
Besides just saying caring is what makes you weak. Yeah. Like, is that going to literally make you forget about... Now, if it's because he was there and he's concentrating and he realized that this dude also trained with the Desert Kings, maybe that just frustrated Bruce because this guy's always has like a step ahead of him and maybe that's what we're supposed to feel. But I don't know, man. I don't, I don't care about this. This is... I want to read. I've already stopped with Superman. I want to read a good book with one of the Trinity. I mean, <laughs> it's bad enough. I, I'm like, I don't even want to talk about Wonder Woman from last week, but it's bad oh enough that with Wonder Woman, we have literally read two straight story arcs of her getting like mind wiped, blinded, or having like that was stupid enough. Superman sucks and Batman blows. Like what in what universe might as well just go to 52 and just let them go on vacation because the three books suck. Like what the hell, man? Here I am wanting Mara to freaking buy a dress because Superman sucks. God damn it, man. It sucks, man. I hate it. I have no idea how to read DC anymore. Like I oh think the books and I'm supposed to be excited as a fan and sure, oh press copies, okay, whatever. By the time I read the books, I'm reading it with everyone else. So for me it's like useless because I have zero interest in wanting to read DC books. Or at least yeah. the main ones. I was like oh, Exactly, God. exactly. And you know, that is why I will say it. Until I am blue in the face and hoping and praying that anybody who is lurking from DC listening to this podcast right now listens to me. Future state needs to be an alternate line of DC published comics. Do not stop in February, please. Please. I think that they're going to realize that future state is going to give them a the, these are the type, fresh ideas rebirth, that we I think, need. I think rebirth type sales. I think that what they got within the first arc or first two arcs of each rebirth title that mm-hmm. was just taking over, I truly believe that they are cuz I think that the Luke Wilson thing is going to be big. I think Bruce you know, kind of like in his state, I think it's going to be very big. I think that everyone joked about the, I'm forgetting the artist's name that did the Superman, like the world at war because of his suit and the oh, way it Mikhail, looked. Oh, Mikhail Janin. No, no, uh, Janet, no, Janin Ma- made, he didn't do the cover though. That was, um, I think it's the dude that everybody talks about that they should follow him instead of. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I'm just Federici. I, I, I'm yeah, Federici or something like that. Um, but the way that you see Janin, and I think I even posted it because I was kind of like during the whole election stuff, I was just like, you know what, I'm not going to be paying attention to any of this, and I kind of took like a little hiatus. But then I saw that picture of Janin that he drew of Superman in the suit. I was like, you know what, this picture is epic enough that I need to show. Like, I think that the Superman books are going to boost really big. And now they're even, I think last week they revealed kind of like that you're getting a house of L like, but in the future of the future that, Oh yeah. Yeah. I was like, Oh my God, this is amazing. And as of right now, I am telling you guys now, 
as of next week, you will be able to pre-order everything Future State. Because you can already pre-order all of January's Future State. But as of next week, you will be able to pre-order everything January and February. Please, for the love of all of humanity and all of the DC multiverse, go pre-order your books now. Show DC that this is what you want. DC Future State. I, if it's editors that are listening, if it's if it's Jim Lee himself listening, please, whether it be you know physical publishing that you're wanting to do, or if you want to do like I thought, you know, forever now, that this will be a line of digital books that will eventually come out in print. That's what you need to do. You know, make make it your your digital uh your digital originals for the new DC Universe Infinite. I agree. Uh, thing that you're gonna do in January. I think that's what it needs to be. So, please, for the love of God, please do that. Yeah. But so sticking with Batman and the Batman family, uh, Nightwing seventy six. Uh, Clay did not read Nightwing seventy six. Uh, this is. Pretty okay. Okay, Joker War's over. We are back to kind of like just Dick in Bloodhaven doing his thing. And hey, guess who appears? KG Beast. And KG Beast is um he's on a mission where he is not going to uh fail like he did last time without finishing the job. Uh so this is pretty much all the fans who hated Rick. And just wanted to have that moment of Dick Grayson going against KG Beast for what he's done. This is the issue that you're going to want to read. But in the meantime, with that, there is some collateral damage in regards to, I believe, it's Bay. Yeah. In in this comic, and Bay is someone who was in the line of fire where he's she was actually in a kind of like in, you know, that chokehold, you know, hostage kind of situation. Uh, yes, she defended herself, but you know, he also kind of pretty much smacked her and pushed her and threw her. So yes, this is where you get pissed off Dick and he pretty much does what he wants to do against KG beast, which I can kind of see. I, if you recently, if you've seen even all-star Batman with Scott Snyder and Romita, you will know like, yeah. Hey, KG beast, this dude's, this dude can fight. I understand. I'm assuming this issue was just for fan service and they wanted it to be like, Oh, now you know what Dick is like if he is pissed off. And maybe they just wanted to show that even that even somebody as formidable as KG beast can't, you know, can't touch him. So, I mean, I can, I wasn't a, a fan, but I understand that. I think that they were just doing this for, yeah, I know that Nightwing, the book has sucked for like a year and a half, two years, but here you go. Like here, here's that moment that you wanted. So, okay. It is what it is. Uh, now I and clay, I mean, we kind of picked our spots on when we wanted to read Nightwing. Um, so for me personally, this ending, I can see for those who continued Dick's journey, uh, this book has a lot of emotional beats at the end where Bay is just looking for that happy ending or just for things to go back to normal while Batman shows up and just kind of affirms that, 
hey, yeah, that life of having the white picket fence, family, kids playing in the backyard, yeah, that's not going to happen. That life is not the kind of life for people like us. And Dick always mentioned, and it says it here in the bubbles, he's like, you know what? I never agreed with that thought. Uh, I always thought that I can do what I do and still have that life until tonight. And it's because I believe Bay being there in the middle and could have died gave him the epiphany. Well, you know what? Maybe I was wrong with the way that I thought. And here we are, lo and behold, he has to lie to her. And yeah. And he, you know, he says it. He says that he hates himself for saying that, you know what, the memories are there, but the feelings aren't. And I just want to be friends. And she's F friends. I never want to see you again. And, you know, there's that moment that you're like, man, you you kind of feel for him because this is not the first time this has happened with Dick. And, you know, him kind of like taking off the domino mask and you see that he was crying because of this emotion but, you know, it, it, it's as quick as, you know what, let's wipe the tears away and, you know, it's back to work. And, you know, now we're back to, I guess, the status quo of Nightwing books where he's not going to have that girl, you know, the girl problems in the way of whatever the big picture is. Which is a little bit, you know, it's a little disappointing because I know there's a lot of people who, again, fan service, we've talked about it a lot this episode, that a lot of people like him with a starfire or with a Batgirl. You know, Tom King has gone on to say that uh, Batgirl and Nightwing are possibly the biggest and best couple of DC comics, which is, you know, an arguable debate, but it would be, you know, a shame if we don't see that for a while. And I'm sure there will still be that tension between uh, Barbara and Dick anyway. But moving on. What did you think of Rorschach number two? I don't know what to think. And it's not that it's a negative thing. I feel like there are just so many maybe social, you know, kind of like themes, societal like themes that maybe I'm just not getting because maybe I'm maybe I'm just reading the book to surface. And there's a lot of things and that's, you know, that could be part of my ignorance that I try to stay away from politics and that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. maybe there's just so many themes that are there and I'm just not getting it. Uh, I mean, I know it's there and I and I can kind of see in terms of what would lead an individual to fall into, you know, the destiny that we kind of saw in and, you know, the beginning of issue one. Um, but at this moment, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it for what it is, which is a mystery. Who, who is it? What's going on? Like, what are the, I'm enjoying like the detective part of it and the questioning mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, and kind this of was its own little, like freaking what, what's, what's the show law and order episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like that, but it's with a, like a contrast of. I don't know, like the way Rorschach thinks. Yes. Yeah. Where, you know, you're getting like what, like if, if it's like Rorschach's going up with a devil's advocate kind of thing in there. Yeah. And, and, you know, Tom King is doing like, it seems very little, but it's very subtle and it's nice. You know, there's this, uh, this whole thing is that this cartoonist is connected somehow to 
the two individuals that were shot and killed at the attempt of trying to possibly murder the next president. So this detective goes to this apartment complex of this cartoonist. He finds this uh, rough draft or, you know, just unfinished comic book page. And he sees blood on the issue. He starts to read it. And it is between this guy called The Citizen, uh, which is clearly the question or Rorschach within itself. I was like, question fighting a Beta Ray Bill. Yeah, and he's fighting fighting a Beta Ray Bill. Exactly. But on Beta Ray Bill-esque, the Unthinker's helmet is 14B. So he goes to 14B and he talks to that guy. And he finds out, well, that's not his original apartment. He traded with this woman. And he goes and talks to the woman. Oh, well, that woman actually used to date the person that was, you know, uh, the old man of this uh, this cartoonist. But then she's like, oh, it was only one date. And I eventually married this other guy who eventually started to bully the cartoonist for like 30 for years. 30 years. Yeah. And that is some messed up stuff when you really think about it. He, they lived in the exact same apartment for like so long. And this dude messed with them almost what it seems like every single day. And so you start to see the motivations of what could possibly be this cartoonist going off the deep end and quite possibly murdering this older guy. Mm-hmm. But we see that Rorschach and this cowgirl broke into their apartment and the sheer fright of Rorschach was what caused this man to have a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And it seems very obvious that, oh, okay, so the old man could possibly be Rorschach, mm. which is a huge, you know, it's it's a huge pull because Rorschach seems pretty stocky. He seems like, you know, a mature guy, um, not somebody who is old and hunched over and, and whatnot. It's, it's kind of like what gets me is the way that when you hear him speak, mm-hmm. it has... It has like those moments where when you're seeing it, because this book had a very ice cream man moment, which is with when the African-American guy who is now the new tenant talked about the one time that he met him and he's just like standing at a door and he's just, oh, yeah. And he's speaking very cryptically and it's just like very, you know, odd. And you're like, man, what the heck is going on here? It kind of gives me a vibe of like, that's kind of. Because even with the way that like Reggie spoke in like Doomsday, there's something mm-hmm. there's something about like the way they speak, like none of them speak well because they're so messed up. Yeah, that it's just like the way that you hear him speak, like you know, at the end, not the can't hear what you can't know, but it's like the very end when she's like, "Oh, and what about her? Need save the world, waiting, wait, wasting time here." Like he's just very like short. Yes, the way that he speaks, I was like, I can kind of see like, all right, but. Again, I'm I'm digging it. I just like it's it's just weird, but it's it's cool. I mean, it's it's cool. It's good weird. <laughs> like it's it's not it's nothing. And, I'm gonna be like know, I I sucks. I had the conversation at work with Juice, and you know, I said that it felt like it was missing something. I don't know what it is. Yeah, but it felt like it was missing something, and because of that. I had to like I I said ah, I'll give it like a seven five eight ish, and he came back like an hour later. He's like, I don't know if I agree with that. Not the for the fact that it's not a seven or an eight, 
but for the fact that you're grading a book that is clearly meant for a 12-issue series. And he's absolutely right. There is a reason why there are sayings like trade waiting and writing for a trade. King is clearly writing for a 12-issue series. So something that is said here could totally be paid off in issue 4, 7, 9, 12, whatever. I mean, it can, but there there is still something where, you know, you have to grade or or discuss on what you've seen so far i mean it's yes that's just, that's just the way it is i mean if this book was meant to be that you should have just sent it out fully in a trade and just let it be like an earth one kind of thing and just yeah. give me give me the entire story so i mean you still have to i think it's you have to say it with context you can't just say oh this is a seven because i don't know what's going on no you you have to at least acknowledge if you can acknowledge that say you know what this is right now like a seven and a half but this can clearly once things pay off can make like this issue that much more powerful. And yeah. that can clearly be the case. It's just, you know, it's, it's just something where I'm reading it. I feel like watching an episode of lost. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> but this episode's really cool. Don't I tell me to watch that series. Don't ask me what's happening. Like screw you. Cause I don't know. Just let me, let me, let me just read it. Cause I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm, yeah. I'm here for the mystery. And like this is a this is a better mystery than like let's say Leviathan. Even though like for example Leviathan was something like oh I kind of like that the heroes don't know what's going on because I don't know what's going on, and you know it just fits. No, no, like Leviathan sucks. Like now I can I guess like the more <laughs> I think about it, like f Leviathan. But here, here I'll be like you know what this at least. I don't know. This is... have... Well, not even the tables have turned. I've just brought you to the dark side. Yeah, you made me hate life. And I appreciate <laughs> oh, it. <laughs> oh, man. Am I cool but... now? Can I be in a show with Jim? I He's hate speaking... comics, Jim. <laughs> three. I give it a three. We, we don't want to hate comics. No, that's no, sending no. the wrong message, guys. No. We do not want to hate <laughs> comics. We actually want to really love comics. That's the whole point. But I will say, speaking of mysteries, we're going to move to our last book of the day. Holy crap, dude. This book, as long as we've been waiting, like it feels almost like as long as Doomsday Clock. But at the same time, it's still so fresh. It's 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 fresh. I mean, I, it's just it's so tight, and this book has literally no expectations. No, but it's just you read it and you're just like amazed. On, I mean, say what you will. Okay, you don't like the way that this Joker is. All right, cool. This isn't the main continuity Joker. It's just a freaking serial killer that just happens to look like Joker, and it's or or have elements, you know, inspiration of Joker, but. This book's just great, man. It's just it's it's so, so tight. good. It's written so well. It should be a series. Just Cammy Cammy Garcia, I I want you on a Batman book. Yes. Give her detective. Give her detective and give me Azarello on Batman. I just want freaking chaos. Oh, dude. Oh my God, Cami Garcia and Azarello on Detective. 
doing like criminal minds as episodes with like freaking scarecrow and like all Just the fuck of this oh my thing. god think of the this endless batman. possibilities think of this batman meeting his joker slash batman damned universe Oh and put gosh. that in a clash together. That is just it's genius. It's gold. That's now I will say, uh, if anybody wants to go uh, hype up my tweet that I sent really late last night, um, I did hey, a. Like they like your fan cast. Yeah, it's actually it's it's got an, a lot more likes than I thought it would. Uh, but just hear me out. Cause like I said in the tweet, I'm not very good at this whole fan casting thing, but Cali Coco or Cuoco, sorry. Uh, as Harley Quinn, she's voiced Harley Quinn before, but instead of Harley Quinn, she would be Harleen Quinzel. Just like in this book. Yep. Uh, uh, Nicholas, Holt. what's his name? Nicholas Holt as the Joker. I needed a pretty boy. He, he was almost Batman. So I think, Hey, he has the suave. I mean, he's like that pretty boy, but also looks like a psycho. Yes. Like he did in Mad Max, which is in like Mad Max. Uh, yeah. Somebody actually, uh, I think it was, who was it? It was uh, Carlos, uh, the caped crusader uh, mm-hmm. on Twitter. Uh, he showed a gif of Nicholas Holt when he was in Mad Max. I was like, oh, that actually looks pretty. That actually looks pretty good. Uh, so him as the Joker. With David Fincher directing. I mean, Fincher would make it just perfect, especially, yeah, with what, like you said, like his comments based on like Joker. And I mean, it's just that like seeing that with the tone of when he did like um, the girl with the dragon tattoo. Yes. I like I need that in my veins. Yes. An HBO Max original series written by Cami Garcia, directed by David Fincher. All right, we need to now just just like how DC we need just like how DC is listening. I need Warner Media to be listening now. Like DC, go make this pitch. Go make this pitch right now. All right, what you need to do is you need to clip this part here, so you know like how people. I don't know how people do that, but on Twitter they put like those one minute teases of like this is why you should listen to our episode. You should just put that fan cast because I think between the Cami Garcia and Azarello in a Batman comic. But with what you just did with your fan cast, I think that that will blow up. And then it'll it'll give a reason like, yo, HBO Max, listen to this. We got it right here, man. Yeah, it, it's it's gold. This this will be criminal. Criminal sanity would be the mind hunters of HBO Max. And I'm already bummed that Fincher keeps on saying that he's not planning on doing season three. Yeah. Because of how mentally exhausting it's been. Dude, you can't for two years tease the BTK killer and then not give it to me. Just, <laughs> just freaking just take your name off the project. Give it to someone else. Give it to the dude that did Hannibal. Oh yeah. Yeah, just, that makes just that makes sense. Yeah. Just step away and do mank and do movies that have purpose. Well, I, I will I will say, you know, just to quickly wrap this up. This this issue is so good, guys. Dude, my uh, I cannot. I cannot just wait. Got me Starbucks. I don't oh, even think Starbucks I, I don't. So good right now. Oh, in see this. This is um. This is something that we do. Everywhere where we go, we do like the where we were. 
Oh, the mugs. Yeah. The oh, mugs. it's Alaska. Oh, because you went on that cruise. That's right. Almost a year ago now. I did. Uh, past See, a year ago. I even have one of Texas, and I only nice. stayed in the airport. But people don't need to know that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, this was so good. We we get a you know a little bit of Eden's uh, family. Of course, Eden is what we would all know as uh, the. Uh, poison ivy of this universe but uh, yes. uh i can't remember her actual name what is her poison ivy's real name uh uh well they've changed it so much it's like you have like pamela pamela isley and uh, yeah but, I but don't... Is- isley is usually what it is but yeah. instead of uh, instead of that it is uh eden and they call her edie here which eden uh, is a really cool name like if you go like just like like you know, like the, the garden, garden of Eden. Everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Very, like oh, very, well, that's clever. Very I clever see. indeed. And, uh, you know, Harleen tells them, like, oh, we don't just want uh, him to rot in jail. We we want him dead, you know? And Harleen's like, same. So do I. Yeah. And we do get this, like, small little interaction with the brother uh, via phone call. We thought that we might be getting more of their background because of I think it was like issue five or four that we got a little bit of it as well. Um, her mom is an absolute B. Yeah, she 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 sucks. And now she's dead. And she throws a cigarette right at her grave, which I thought was really hilarious, well, especially with the phrase kind of like the whole burn in hell. And that's like what she remembers, like maybe the last conversation. So she's like, you first mom. And she just like burns. Oh, yeah. like, oh look at you. Well, what did you think of Joker? Like kind of like tinkering with what his look was going to be. He looked very much like uh, what's the uh, the villain from Earth One Superman, the first volume. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. I, I with the I, yeah, I can't remember his name either. We just reviewed that, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely see the resemblance of there uh, of him in there. Uh but did you notice what he's wearing? Um, the like the hood, like a red hood. A red hood. Yeah. So still staying within that, you know, homage, oh. nostalgic, you know, because he oh, was snap. the red hood. I just got he, it. Red. He was red. the red hood before he was the Joker. Oh, so he, Cammy, you. Yeah, so good. Oh it's crap. so good. I, I love it. I, I love it. That. And like the funny thing is, is that like the news catches on about all of these killings. And this is, of course, seven years prior. This is in the past. This is when he was first starting to kill people. And the news is like, oh, this new Joker is just like Batman. And he gets pissed off that, you know, they're comparing him to Batman. And in my mind, I'm like, then stop killing bad people. Like (laughs) he's killing all of the abusers, which it's it's an emotional reaction to how he was treated as a child. So it's and very it, and clearly it's definitely a trigger for him. Yeah, it's definitely a trigger and it makes sense. So I'm not going to get upset about it, but it makes sense for the story. And so it was really, really nice. And that is his motivation to kind of go off the deep end of what he's become now because he doesn't want to be a Batman. And actually he when he looks, when he looks at the, at the phone saying like, they're comparing me to Batman, he actually kind of has, he kind of looks like Nicholas Holt. Yeah, yeah. Just give him like that I, little, you know, like that mohawky thing, mohawk thing that people do, and I'm like, yeah, that looks like that looks like. I that. I want it, dude. I want that series. But we eventually get another murder. Uh, of course, what a from clever friggin' 
Like this guy, what a I will smart s- way to. Dude, I, I will say this. This is probably the most uh, unrealistic part of the book because these two kids are playing with this like science, you know, invention in the science museum. What is the first thing you did as a kid when you broke something? Well, normally you would try to hide or run away like if it was run away. Exactly. And these kids are just staying there. They're like, oh, you did it. No, you did it. No, you don't worry about the specifics, kids. You just run. You don't get caught. That's, well, that's see, the big thing. That, the thing is, is that for you and me, we didn't go to science museums because we were interested <laughs> in science. We went to science museums because it was just a field trip and we didn't have to do school. These kids that's are probably true. these might just be like sheldon coopers that just love science and they're like that's true let me know i I mean i doubt it but it's just (laughs) normally normally that would not be the case it would be more like run away i didn't touch it i was never on this machine yeah i saw you shut up it wasn't me it's my doppelganger uh but we end up finding out that this uh this person that was murdered is actually a high profile criminal and this was actually a gift from Joker to Harleen, basically saying, hey, you couldn't catch him. I could, you know, yeah. uh, just un- just another thorn in Harleen's side. But he he, quote unquote, gets caught. Joker gets caught. But Harleen knows better. This is all thought out. This is all, you know, part of his methodical plan. And they book him. They put him into the old-fashioned interrogation room, and the lights flick off. Harleen is like, okay, it's fine. Backup generator is going to come up. And he's like, oh, if you're thinking about the backup generator, I already took care of that. And so she starts to freak out. She feels his hand. Oh, he shouldn't be able to touch me unless he got rid of the cuffs. And the last panel is him dangling the cuffs in front of her, saying, now we can have some privacy. Yeah. Oh, my God. God, this book, it it's still as intense as the first issue. Yes, it still. is. It is. This book is literal perfection. Yes. And yes. And one of my favorite moments are just the black and white. And I love seeing his green and his red. There's something it's, about it. It's just it's like it. It's like a magnet. It yes. just makes me focus on it like deeply. And I don't know, man, I don't, I, it's crazy what this story does to me on, because this is literally all I want to watch. Like when I'm watching TV are these kind of deep psychological thrillers. Like these are the novels that I read and I'm just getting it in a, in a medium that I love, which is the DC universe that man it's a shame it's really a shame that this book does not get pushed as much i mean i maybe it's because they don't want to market it that much for those who cuz this is the this is like the book that deserves the black label uh sticker the most more than yes. like any any other book that's currently for on sure. black label this is what it was supposed to be this and and damned mhm were so besides that i feel like the other ones are just like the creators are listen you know what even i'll even put the question the deaths of vic Vic sage yeah i'll put that one as well uh 
the other ones I feel are just creators that are just, no, I don't want to be in continuity. Put me in Blacklist. Yeah. And that's just what it was. But this book lives to it. And maybe that's why they're just trying to let it be a, a niche, like a, a niche audience. Yeah. But it's a shame because this deserves, which is usually the case when you have like these critically acclaimed like movies or shows. Yeah. They don't get marketed much and people don't know it. And you're like, you have no idea the gem that you have. For sure. Yeah. Now, before we end this episode, I'm going to send you something over Google Hangouts. I want you to react live on the show. Click that link. Ooh, it says Joe. Who's Joe? Oh. <laughs> wait, wait. Like, oh, this is oh, this is like a legit pick. Yes, this is not. It's real. This is from him. <sighs> That's nice. <laughs> I'm so happy if, he's gonna be here. Bro. Uh, Go check out everybody who is listening to Mark make weird noises. Go to Joe Maganello's Twitter account. He just posted uh, a picture saying heroes and villains can put their differences aside for an important cause. Uh, Donate to uh, AFSP. And he says us united hashtag uh, hashtag AFSP picture by Zack Snyder. It is him in the Deathstroke costume. And, oh man, he looks, and what's, he looks amazing. amazing. And, and the crazy thing is that the first comment I'm looking at right now is someone who posted, I think it's right after the Batman warehouse scene in BVS when he's, you know, the one guy that he kind of like threw the dagger and he was like pinned to the wall. And it shows like Ben Affleck's Batman like staring at that Deathstroke. And it looks marvelous. This movie cannot get here enough. Now, let me, let me ask you. Uh, now you are more in tuned with uh you know all things DCEU or maybe more Zack Snyder because I know that you follow a lot more people and are probably in chats with them and stuff. Um yeah. was this always go- supposed to be the case where we were going to pretty much get the exact same trailer with some snippets of new studio you know footage and just have it be black and white? What do you mean? Like say, say that no, again. No, no, just the seventeenth. The whole us united and you know Zach released. Oh no, no. It, so so it was always meant to be the exact same trailer with like one or two scenes added to it. It wasn't supposed to be new. Okay, um, okay. If you went back to the Nerd Queens uh, podcast on YouTube, uh, 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 Film Junkie, and uh, even Chris Ping Pong, uh, yeah. Ping Pong Flicks, uh, I'm never going to tell you to go watch Grace. Um, but those four uh, had interviews with Zach and he said the exact same thing, that it was just uh, the trailer that was released on fandom uh, with a couple scenes uh, that we would like to see. But now, uh, but there were mu- mu- music rights, an issue, and that's yes. why it was pulled. Yes, and, and, and you, but you the it. music is back on. Uh, the rights have been settled. Everything is good to go. Uh, So it is the exact same trailer as fandom with additional, I think, four scenes uh, in there. Uh, Some dealing with um, Cyborg, uh, Superman, and uh, the Amazons, I think, altogether. 
but uh but dude this freaking picture yeah i'm i'm actually it's right now i'm so sending good. it to one of my because i'm i'm currently in a, in a you know fantasy football league and uh-huh. i have like three guys that are huge like dc fans so i'm actually sending it to them as as we speak because this picture um is just worthy of of it all so it was great but yeah man i i, I would say take away i mean i mean honestly take away batman i i enjoyed i enjoyed this week yeah, this week was a very good uh, week to read. Now, I will say that we'll go ahead and check for next week. Um, next week. Well, next we week have... is, I mean, is there going to be anything? Because normally, I mean, we got Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, so usually they don't even release anything. It's usually just like annuals. Uh, well, it looks like it's going to be a little bit of a smaller week. I will say uh, Action Comics is the House of Kent Chapter 6, which we're not reading. Um Anything that we are reading, uh, Suicide Squad finale. All right. So, if anything, we might just be and able to... if you are interested in John Ridley's writing, kind of foreshadowing the what could be the next Batman in Future State, um, the other history of the DC Universe number one is coming out next week. Okay. So then I think uh, what we can do is maybe, since it's going to be a small week, maybe we can just kind of read that and have that show already done, like, earlier in the week. Yeah. So people and can... I don't, I don't know if, uh, if you will uh, be picking this up, but number 10 of The Last God is, is out as well next week. I'm on, I'm on issue four. Nice. So, I mean, it's just between that and just, like, the... F- See, I'm... My my week right now, my last like two weeks have consisted of me trying to play this PS5, <clears throat> or it has been making fantasy football trades. So <laughs> that's literally been. I think my wife, she she like called my dad and was like recording me on how pathetic I looked because I had <laughs> because I had one trade working, and I say I need you to add this guy. And then I don't know if anyone has seen like Moneyball, but if you have, then you will know what I'm talking about, where I'm like, I need this guy in this deal because I'm currently working another deal in the back channels that that guy wants that player and I'll be able to get him. So I think for like three hours, I was doing nothing but negotiating all for it to work out in glory. So, yeah, there's nothing better than freaking doing trades. How is nobody talking about this? freaking joe Manganello photo like nobody is talking about it it's so crazy but yeah uh anyways with that we're we part, are of, the part nerdy of the nerdy legion okay <laughs> nerdy legion podcast network i wanted to say first because clay's always the responsible one <laughs> to say it yes so go ahead and check them out at nerdylegion.com click on podcast and you will see tons and tons of shows for all your nerdy delight and if you just happen to stumble upon this show called comic book legion uh that's us and subscribe like us forget everyone else no, i'm just kidding yeah <laughs> give us that follow and yes again and we thank you for all of those who have been listening and been following the show and where can they find you clay 
you can find me at fanboy clay. I would say CB underscore Legion, but I got a new phone and I forgot the login. So you'll have to give me that. Well, um, that is going to be an issue because I got the new phone since you knew I broke it and I forgot it. <laughs> oh, no. That's why nothing has happened on that uh, on that account. See, like, All right. Yeah. So uh, we will figure that out, guys. Uh, <laughs> I promise. But um, I can see uh, your wife staring at you uh right now oh no probably i don't know maybe i i I see her in the so what i can see via your camera there is a bathroom behind you and a mirror i can see her in the mirror oh stalker (laughs) what are you doing looking at my wife through a mirror (laughs) i like i've seen your son like kind of just move back and forth and then like there's just somebody prominently there so i was like what are they doing no no this is yeah because no, if if only it was like the opposite direction, you would have seen like three minutes ago. My son was like Donatello here with a and broken, dancing with like a broken broom. No, he was doing like these martial arts, trying to stab and hit the computer. I was like, dude, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That's but that's but yes, you can you can find me at uh, Fanboy Clay uh, on Twitter. If you go to my Twitter account, I have a link tree that has everything else. My TikTok, my Instagram, uh, all of my different shows that I do, uh, all of that. So just go to my Twitter and you can find everything. Oh, Mighty Morphin. No, Power Rangers 1. Did that come out already? Yes, it did. Was that this week or last week? It was last week. Oh, I need to read it because I, I want to stick with that story. Yeah, it's, 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 it's really fun. So, cool beans. Well, Clay... Just in case. I mean, I'm pretty sure we'll do something earlier in the week. But if not, happy Thanksgiving, buddy. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving and happy Thanksgiving to everybody else. We will try to get a timely episode out uh, to you guys. And uh, yeah, we will see you guys next week. Yep. See you. Right. See you guys later.